Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 10. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would think like you, that we would care about the people that you care about. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 10. At that time, Yahweh said to me, Carve for yourself two tablets of stone, just as the former ones, and come up the mountain to me, and you shall make for yourself an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were on the former tablets, which you smashed, and you must put them in the ark. And so I made an ark of acacia wood, and I carved two tablets of stone like the former ones, and I went up the mountain with the two tablets in my hand, and he wrote upon the tablets according to the first writing, the ten words that Yahweh spoke to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly, and Yahweh gave them to me. And I turned and I came down from the mountain, and I put the tablets in the ark that I had made, and there they are, just as Yahweh commanded me. And the Israelites journeyed from the wells of Binijakin to Maserah. There Aaron died and was buried, and Eleazar his son served as a priest in place of him. From there they journeyed to Godgada, and from Godgada to Jotbatha, a land flowing with streams of water. At that time Yahweh set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh to stand before Yahweh, to serve him, and to bless the people in his name until this day. Therefore there was not for Levi an allotment or an inheritance along with his brothers. Rather, Yahweh is his inheritance, just as Yahweh your God promised to him. And I stayed on the mountain, just as during the former forty days and forty nights. And Yahweh listened to me also on that occasion. Yahweh was not willing to destroy you. And Yahweh said to me, Come, continue your journey before the people, so that you may go and take possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give to them. And now, Israel, what is Yahweh your God asking from you except to revere Yahweh your God? to go in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve Yahweh your God with all your heart and with all your soul, to keep the commandments of Yahweh and his statutes that I am commanding you today for your own good. Look, for to Yahweh your God belong heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. Yet to your ancestors Yahweh was very attached, so as to love them, and so he chose their offspring after them, namely you, from all the peoples, as it is today. So you shall circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and do not be stubborn. For Yahweh your God, he is God of the gods and Lord of the lords, the great and mighty God, the awesome one, who is not partial, and he does not take bribes. And he executes justice for the orphan and widow, and he is the one who loves the alien to give them food and clothing. And you shall love the alien, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. Yahweh your God, you shall revere him. You shall serve him, and to him you shall cling, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, and he is your God, who has done with you these great and awesome things that your eyes have seen. With only seventy persons your ancestors went down to Egypt, but now Yahweh your God has made you as the stars of the heaven with respect to multitude. Well, that's the reading. 
Let's dig in. In chapter 9, Moses was talking about why God was giving them the victory over Canaan. It is not because of their righteousness. In fact, they are not righteous. And Moses used the example of the golden calf that the Israelites made at Mount Sinai while Moses was up on the mountain receiving the law. Moses described how he had broken the two tablets when he saw what they had done, and that symbolized how they had broken God's covenant. Now, Moses picks up the story in chapter 10 with the renewal of the covenant. Yahweh tells Moses to bring up two new stone tablets up the mountain for Yahweh to write the words of the covenant on. Moses brought those new tablets down and put them in the ark. Then there's this aside where it mentions Aaron dying and how Yahweh set apart Levi to be close to himself. Perhaps this is connected to the ark and keeping the covenant because he mentions that the Levites are the ones who carry the ark. Then Moses picks up his story again with Moses on the mountain, 40 days and 40 nights, begging Yahweh not to destroy Israel. So God told Moses to continue the journey to the promised land. So now that Moses has established that they are not a righteous people, he goes into what should be their motivation for obeying God. They should revere Yahweh. They should love Yahweh. Moses says that Yahweh has the heavens and the highest heavens, but he still loved their ancestors and chose them. So Moses says they need to circumcise their heart. That is, of course, not a physical thing, but they must have a heart that loves Yahweh. Moses describes Yahweh. He is the greatest of any being. He is just, and he cares for orphans, widows, and aliens. In other words, the people who don't have someone to take care of them themselves. Moses says that they themselves were aliens, and God took them from the 70 people that they were when they went to Egypt and turned them into this great nation. And now for a deeper dive. When we understand that we don't earn our salvation... Hopefully, it makes us love God more, that he gives this to us as a gift. And hopefully, that will make us want to have the characteristics of God, to become like God. So, in this chapter, Moses describes some things about God, how he is powerful beyond our imagination, and yet, he cares for poor, weak people. He gives justice to people who don't have any power. Do we think like God? Do we care for people who are powerless, people who cannot do anything for us? Moses mentions orphans, widows, and aliens. These are people who don't have a lot of money, and they don't have any family around who will care for them. James picks up on this idea in James chapter 1, verse 27. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.